0: Welcome to Westworld FM. It's uh, Matt Eads, Oliver Aguilar. I'm here, and Amber. Hi. We didn't discuss a stage name. Do you have a stage name, Amber? I, I do not, and you just put me on the spot. So, uh, Amber Sparkle. Ooh, there you go. A little strippery. Yeah, I was going to say uh, a sparkle. Yes, we're here to talk about uh, Westworld. We named this Westworld FM. Kind of mirrors our, our Game of Thrones podcast, Westeros FM. Uh, we're going to be discussing episodes, well, episode one of Westworld in this episode of the podcast called The Original. Uh, going forward, we will assume that you have seen Westworld, that you're up to date. Uh, we won't go out of our way to spoil anything, but um, there are some some revelations in the later season and season two, um, and we're kind of recording time. We are between season two and the lead up to season three. Um, so we're going to assume you've seen it. We are going to talk about probably some of those big twists because rewatching for the second time, it kind of gives a, a whole new context. Uh, so if you haven't yet seen Westworld, go watch it and then come on back here and listen to this podcast. Indeed. We'll be going through pretty much scene by scene. If you've listened to Westeros FM, uh, it'll be very similar to that kind of, uh, that, that eighth season we did of that. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, totally. Also, while I'm plugging, we do a video game podcast every week called Talking Reckless Podcast. Go listen to that. Uh, and here we go. This first episode is called The Original. The Original episode of Westeros FM. The original, maybe referring to the original host. I think it's the original yeah. host. The yeah, first, it starts
1: with Dolores. So. The first host, yeah. yeah. Uh, let
2: me, Before we sort of launch into it, and again, to just pad the episode like Matt did you get in on the ground floor with this show like I think so yeah I was pretty close yeah, yeah. I yeah. So. me too I, I heard about it coming out and again like it's a thing with cowboys and I'm like fuck yeah
0: this looks cool it was on and HBO then- when Game of Thrones was very popular and, yep. and kind of at its peak and, uh, yeah, they're, they're ads like before and after. So, yeah, that's like prime placement for your show.
2: So, that's probably where I sort of discovered it. I'm like, fuck yeah, that looks fucking cool.
1: I think you liked it mostly because of the Western theme, though. Whereas I was more captivated by, like, probably the AI robot yeah. side of but it. But
2: they, they didn't, they didn't, like, they didn't, like, choose to hide the whole, like, uh, the whole like duality of it, mm. right? They from like I think the very first trailer they showed like these are robots because the Westworld. I think uh, the original Westworld in nineteen eighty seven was 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 this whole thing like it was a, a theme park with robots. Yep, it was it you... was
0: very Jurassic Park. But what if it was robots? Yeah. Also, both uh, Crichton novels. Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. <sighs> very interesting.
0: There's some Jurassic Park Easter eggs in this one. Are there? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I caught them. We haven't, uh, there's a couple like super subtle ones that kind of aren't even worth bringing up. They're just, they, they seem like people like, you know, seeing things that aren't there, but there is one uh, that we'll get to, I think in episode six.
1: Okay. I'm going to keep we'll, an eye out now.
0: We'll call it. It is line for line, shot for shot, scene for scene. Oh, really? From, that's cool. Uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, uh, uh Jurassic Park. Uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> well, that's nothing little then. It's it's subtle. It's subtle. Okay. I think fans
1: would want to know, though. What
0: is uh, D- uh David Attenborough's brother, the one who's in Jurassic Park, whose name I can never remember? Uh, Mister Mister Attenborough ha- uh, Hammond, John Hammond. Yeah, he's, he's John Hammond in Jurassic Park. Yeah, I we're, didn't even we're... know that was
2: Attenborough's brother.
0: Yeah, huh? Yeah, passed away a few few years ago now. Um, but we, but it it is a line he says that that you'll be looking for. Keep your eyes peeled. Mm. Uh, that's right. Spare no expense. Welcome to Jurassic Park. That's. For saying. <laughs>
2: okay so let's just start off westworld um the original the first thing about that, that 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 really strikes me about this show is that intro i fucking love the intro yeah to this and uh it, it, it's it's a cool like sort of uh, visual uh sequence and the music is great
1: music yep. is incredible
0: yeah They use a lot of uh, of Licensed music Which I should have been Maybe pulling song names As we went through But um, a lot of those Player piano songs yeah. That we hear yeah. Are all like I know Painted Black Is in one of the first Few episodes here uh, Creep I think
1: there's some Modern ones too Isn't there a Kanye yeah. one Yeah That's Late season on? two oh, okay. Radiohead's uh, Creep I know is in The first one, one is first Black
2: Hole Sun By Soundgarden yep. Yes. yep Which is again Like like all of it's great I listen to the soundtrack Like constantly actually It's it's one of my favorite Things to listen to And very good music. It's by same guy who did the Game of Thrones soundtrack, Ram, Ramin Dawaji. I should really get his name right <laughs> for, as much as I listen to it. Um, anyways, yeah, the, the intro is really cool. It shows a lot of, like... Sort of how the, these hosts are made, mm-hmm. like, with, with these uh, articulated arms, and, like, uh, they're just creating, like, bone sinew or whatever, which is really interesting, too. Yeah,
0: that that thing, that, like, Evil Within thing where they dip them in the white liquid, and yeah. then they yeah. come out, and it's, like, always... It looks like, like, liquid plastic, almost.
1: Even yeah. the intricacies, like, with the eye. I don't know if you saw that one intro where they're, like, building the iris out. Oh, yeah. Like, strand by strand. Yeah. Very, very good-looking graphics.
2: Um... So the the first line in the show is, uh, you hear Bernard saying, bring her back online. Mm-hmm. And that's like a recur- recur- recurring line. Uh, and that's kind of like a vocal command to, I don't know, for the, the hosts to wake up.
0: Did they say, I was listening for this as I rewatched. Did, is Westworld, did they say freeze all motor functions or is that a different... Yeah. Totally. Okay, they don't say it at all in the first four episodes. I'm, like, waiting for it. Like, why don't they mm, freeze all... No, that's uh, that's definitely... Like, these vocal commands that they have
2: are are neat. Yeah. Right? Because even when um, Bernard is, like, interviewing the hosts, he'll tell them, like, drop the actor or something. I like
1: the
0: first thing that they always say is, like, lose the accent.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, get rid of the emotion.
2: Yeah, because the the hosts are always in character until, like... Told not to improvise. Yeah. Improvisational responses only. Yeah, is one that uh, that was neat. That was
1: a really cool scene.
2: And um, yeah, and then they can actually like query like what what prompted that response or or uh, it, it, cool like debugging like lingo. I, I don't know fuck all about programming, but like they'll ask like, hey, when's the last time you had uh, whatever?
0: They'll and and we'll get into it. They'll ask, but apparently the hosts or at least some of the hosts are capable of. Of of keeping secrets, of lying about like, when was the last time, you know, your whatever system was worked on? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we do see it a little bit later, but they are totally capable of if, if you're interviewing a host, you're like, let's just keep this between us. Yeah. It seems like well, the hosts totally just keep it between us, which is weird.
1: Yeah, and I think like, because we'll see, we'll talk about it later on, but there's a way for them to be altered. So it might not even necessarily be the host, but it could be someone else altering their memories things like that
0: and it like that'll come up again and again and again of like what is the delineation between the the quote will of the of the host uh versus the master plan the tune they're marching to um it's
1: it's very fine i imagine
2: i imagine it's all based on clearances right like in world right ford has unlimited clearance and he can do whatever he wants and same with bernard right and ford's
0: a real dick about it all the time like in these first four episodes, it's in episode four, but he, like, freezes all the, the oh, guys pouring that wine, part. and everybody freezes. You're like, Freddy you dick. That part was so good. He's just pouring a whole bottle of wine on the table to prove his point. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that it was, was a, intimidating, that was a, though. Yeah, power move. Totally, yeah. Um, yeah, and so... Yeah, like, uh, telling telling a host to keep secrets would be definitely, like, a high-clearance kind of thing. Right. right? Whereas uh, low-level techs or programmers, just like... Even turning up stats and stuff would be kind of... You'd, you'd need higher higher clearance and higher ranking. I well, imagine. I feel
1: like most of the programmers would be pretty high ranking at that point. I guess. Because always, it, all it takes like, it is one break in the code and like they could hurt people. Sure. There's a line in there. But I mean, that. there's always
2: like apprentice techs and stuff. Apprentice programmer. Or, like,
1: you think they're going to have apprentices working on like high class... Ho- there's like, always
0: ho- low level people.
1: Well, well, yeah, I, I doubt it in, in programming. Or something. Yeah, I think they'd be doing more physical work.
0: I am constantly amazed by the sheer amount of people that must work in this park, because every day you see them, they have to, like, drag in the hosts, like, physically by hand, yeah. drag <laughs> the bodies in. you like, we okay, you're doing this every day, times the size of the park, times the number of people here. Like, you, you need some, some apprentice grunt work, there's, I'm sure.
2: There's yeah. a line where Elsie totally shits on one of the, the other guys, like, he couldn't program a paper bag or something to that effect. Yeah. yeah. So, ah. Yeah. I mean, there's still there's like skill levels. Yeah,
0: Elsie is a named character. She's a super tech. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, I mean, she seems like uh, Bernard's right hand.
1: I do like, though, they have quite a few women in power. Like they have uh, the Teresa. Teresa. Mm-hmm. They and even, have, even the Delos. We
0: yeah, we haven't met her yet, but uh, like super head office lady. Yeah. shows up later.
1: That yep. shows up later. Yeah. I mean, Dolores is a, a main superpower.
0: There is quite a few. Yeah, there's quite a that's, few. That's high, yeah. yeah,
1: and I think that's really cool
0: also and maybe this isn't even worth bringing up but um they don't touch the race thing at all which i really appreciate yeah there are people the people of all different colors and, and shapes point. and sizes and even though it is the wild west and there was is totally especially with like red dead and uh like quentin tarantino's movies recently like there is a it just seems to be a, a thing yeah. of like we know these times were racist but we're gonna represent that uh fuck it everything's cool in west world which yeah, makes that's sense. That's I guess it is a modern theme park. That's but. what I
1: was going to say. I think it's pretty, a pretty advanced civilization at that point, so they probably don't really acknowledge <laughs> that. It's
0: good to hear that in the future, even though we can't get over sh- should conscious beings, whether they be human or not, have rights, at least we figure out the racist thing a little bit. <laughs> that's you know, kind of nice. This is something <laughs>
2: I should have checked. and I, think I, like, I haven't confirmed it, but I think uh, present day Westworld and let's, let's, let's quantify that by, let's say, in anything that happens in, like, the behind the scenes with, with um, Teresa and all the techs and
0: stuff. Okay. Which, and this is getting a little spoilery towards the end of the season, so hopefully you've seen it, is present day William? No. You, uh, Man day. in Black.
2: Yeah, Man in Black. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Man in Black, all that type of stuff. I think present day is 2053. I'm gonna look that up right you now. You got a so, year they, out
1: of it? Yeah. They mention it?
2: No, they don't mention it. I, oh. I was just looking it up. Oh, okay. So yeah, you could confirm that. But uh, I think that's and I guess uh to well, that's sort of, not
1: too far from now. <laughs> yeah.
2: To keep to sort of keep things straight, like we should have some sort of frame of reference. Totally. Um, um anyways, uh you you hear Bernard say, bring her back online. Uh the the, the, the scene shows Dolores in um She's, like, offline. Her head's tilted. She's, like, shut down.
0: Yep. You see a lot of naked hosts immediately. Yeah. And, uh... Classic HBO. It is, but it's also very dehumanizing in a way, where, like, it it is all these, like... It is this weird contrast of these, like, perfect, beautiful, naked model people... Um, but very you know it is techs working on them yep. it is it is super under sexualized,
1: but I think Ford makes that clear. there's that scene where he's talking to one of the techs, and the tech actually has the host covered up, yeah, and he clearly says they don't feel shame, they don't feel anything yeah, that's a little. Oh, I like for it. It is no way. I mean, really. If you're
0: in four, if you work in that company in today's day and age, and
1: he's like, you have to look at the dicks. <laughs> Where it like
0: comes comes out and rips the fucking thing. Stare, look at it. <laughs> like, That's you can't
2: really. Um, and there's a fr- fly crawling on her face. And in this whole like uh, first episode, there's a um, there's a very. There's a lot of emphasis on these flies, mm-hmm. Yeah. right? So that'll play a little bit of a role later.
0: Uh, uh, 2052 <laughs> is... Uh, June 15, 2052 is... I'll just... I don't want to say it on the podcast, but that's when that event happens. So we are presumably, like, right around there. Kay. Okay. Yeah, so
2: 20,
0: 2052-ish. 20. Okay. Um, it's uh. 30 years from now? Yeah. It's not
1: that far off, nope. then, which is kind of scary. So
0: it's thirty years from us, and then once we sort of know what the gimmick of the show is, it's another thirty-ish years. They don't say exactly, but they, oh. haven't, they haven't had a extreme systems failure in over thirty years.
2: Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. So uh, yeah, I wasn't really reading what you were was showing me, but
0: yeah, that would be that timeline. I think that's I think that's MIB's timeline. Maybe I think that's Man in Black's timeline. So again, that would be present uh, day. Let's call that present day. Yes. Yes. Yep. And then
2: past so the would show, be...
0: which you've seen. And no, we can, we don't really need to talk around it. I yeah. guess it does. It does two timelines. There are, uh, the show itself is an unreliable narrator and, uh, Dolores, who is kind of billed as she's also an unreliable narrator. It's, I don't want to detract from what you're saying
2: right now, but like, it's interesting how, again, on first, viewing of the show it seems like it's a linear timeline
1: yeah. absolutely
0: and they take pains to like try to trick you where they are showing you William William and the man in black are the same dude 30 years apart and yeah. they often have scenes where it is William and a group of characters interacting and then it cuts you man in black and a different group of characters interacting in a way that makes you the audience think because that's just how you watch TV yeah that these two events are happening At simultaneously yes
2: uh, different places in the park yeah. and it's great and it's it's pretty brilliant show wise, like writing and directing and stuff Mm -hmm. and editing even. But um, there are those times where, and Dolores is one of these characters where she's kind of just jumping from place to place. Right. Sometimes she's in in a basement being uh, interviewed. Sometimes she's back on the homestead. Sometimes she's with a group of characters, and that's the that's sort of the jarring thing. And that should be the first clue to everybody to be like this. This isn't really lining
0: up. Yeah. I mean, the way they do a great job of hiding it too, though, because yeah. you're thinking that they they present very much like Dolores is being like kind of powered down. Like she's having these these unconnected moments of consciousness because she's a host who is being like taken back to the lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, when really it's like there are 30 years between these events. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there are lots and lots of clues L- there is, clues yeah. going through, which is cool. Yeah. I
1: think it was a great perspective to see it on the second time around oh, yeah, because you were actually trying to see like the timelines and how they were working. Yeah. I think it was a really good view.
2: I think, yeah, I think that's the best, sort of the best part of the show is like it, it requires subsequent watches to sort of like suss out all this information and you are rewarded with like these subtle hints mm-hmm. to things. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: So, Bernard, in this scene, Bernard, and this is a phrase that keeps coming up, uh, Bernard tells the host, and they kind of tell all the hosts this to, like, get them into response mode or whatever. uh, There's nothing to be afraid of if you answer my questions correctly. Not Mm. truthfully, not not honestly, but correctly. Um, And that that will keep coming up over and over and over and over again. We'll hear that phrase. Yeah.
2: So, that's just, like, a, a short little... Thing at the very beginning of the episode, but um, then it switches to Dolores actually waking up in Sweetwater, and there's there's kind of um this uh recurring shot of
0: her waking up in mm-hmm. her bed, mm-hmm. and um, and she very much builds it as like the humdrum of, of daily life. Yeah, uh, the says, start of her loop says like there's an order to our daily life, you know, a purpose. Just much in in the way that you, the listener, or or, or me, the viewer, feels of like you know, I get up, I go to work, I get home, I make dinner, yada yada yada.
1: Um, yeah, there's a lot of commentary on society there, hey?
0: Totally, and it, and it, it always seems totally innocuous. It always seems yeah. like just this innocent thing of like, oh, yeah, just like me, do, do daily yeah. life. That's Wake crazy. Wake up,
1: do the same thing every morning.
0: Maybe, as if to say, maybe
1: we're not so different yeah. from them. Maybe, maybe we're, we're hosts ourselves like, yeah. in a way. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, Switches to Teddy on the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, like, Teddy is uh, played by James Marsden, Marsden, Marsden. Oh, I
0: love him. Sonic, Sonic own. the Sonic movie yep. Zone. James Marsden, X Men One, Two, and Three.
2: Um, he 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 is shown on a train, and this train apparently is headed to Westworld. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are two other guests, I suppose,
0: and oh uh, shit! What I think is, they what mentioned
1: happened? how lifelike he is.
0: And they're like they're they're talking about playing White Hat or playing black hat. And the one yes. the one ho, they're the one guest is saying, like, Well, the first time you know, I played White Hat, it was crazy, and then I came back and played Black Hat and then that, like that's the way to do it. Yeah, and that's sort of like the good guy, bad guy kind yeah. of trope. Yeah. It's very video gamey. It is, and I, I made a point of
2: uh I made a note here saying like especially you and me, Matt, we have that video game
0: development kind of experience totally do you want to be renegade this playthrough or do you want to be paragon this playthrough yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you pick on the train your yeah. hat decides yeah. um so yeah
2: then it then it follows teddy sort of through the town of sweetwater he gets off the train he's walking through sweetwater and it's interesting to to, to note that again on first uh viewing you're kind of under the impression, like, okay, well maybe Teddy is a guest. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Because he we actually follow him through and he's like uh I guess the, the sheriff asks him, Hey, you look like a strapping young man, like uh there's a there's a rebel out in the hills that I need help with. Yep.
0: In a very guest like fashion of like, Oh, they're offering this guest like we like we see kind of later. It's like they come up and like go, oh, I got a quest, you wanna go yeah do this and thing. And I think they
1: also have a lot of conversation on the train with, between other guests which mm. gives you, makes you imply that all the guests arrive on this train.
0: Yeah, right, right. Do we think? And so we're, we're going to learn as we kind of go through this show to, there, there is no mon- There is no such thing in, in, in Westworld as reading too much into something. Um, often we, we don't read enough into it as we kind of, as, as the twists and things get revealed. Uh, and we will learn that guest like human to host is a thing that happens uh do we think like teddy might have been a just a dude just the just the guest once upon a time do we think that initial thing that we see him coming in maybe he was a guest
1: it is odd because i don't think they ever showed any other hosts coming in through the train no. Just, like,
0: just the like standard, like yeah. the, the ladies who prepare you to go on your Westworld journey. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly, but they don't get on the train. No, so it's strange that they always start him in the beginning on the train, getting into Sweetwater.
0: It is, and and only, but only that one time as well. He only comes into the it's train like, the one time, and then the loop changes.
1: There's, there, no, I think there's, there's at least two times. Situations. There's two because there's one where there's two ladies that are like, oh, he's so lifelike. And they're talking about him, and that brought kind of prompted me to think... Does
0: he come off the train again, though? Yeah they're, yeah, they're talking on the train. They're talking on
1: the train, and yeah. he wakes up again there. Oh, okay. okay. I, I think it was after okay. one of the times he gets killed. Yeah.
2: And to your point, Matt, like, that whole idea of uh, turning, like, uh, human consciousness and mm-hmm. putting them into hosts, that's not really even addressed in this season, is it? Like... I, I think that's until, a whole I think that's a whole season 2 thing. Yeah, we I guess, it does kind of get to it at the end at of the very season end, yeah, a little yeah, yeah. bit, but but they 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 definitely uh widen the scope of the of the whole idea mm. in in the second season. So
0: And knowing what's coming, there are a lot of hints to yeah. to that as well. There is that like that season 2 post-credit thing. Uh they see that very well. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> um I wrote down here, as an audience, we're not sure if Teddy is a guest or a host, which, again, like, is, is very interesting, because uh, on first watch, you just see, because James Marsden is is definitely, like, a name, yeah. I suppose. Sonic's own. Um, <laughs> uh, he enters the brothel. Uh, Clementine gives him the not-much-of-a-rind-on-you line, and Maeve is... Uh, they're introduced as whores in a whorehouse, maybe being the the, the
0: the lead. So because she doesn't for... not much of a rind on you, to Teddy, I think Teddy is a she does she only does that to mm-hmm. get to, to guess yeah. yeah
1: yeah. Unless she's pre-programmed to do that to him specifically,
0: she, and again it, it might be, but it it just seems to it seems weird. And usually we like as we kind of learn in Westworld, if something seems weird, it probably is weird.
1: The other thing too is because there are two timelines. I mean
0: a good point and <laughs> there so i will say there are at least two timelines at least
1: yeah, at least
0: uh teddy notices dolores uh
2: looting up for groceries the can falls yep. teddy picks it up don't mind me i'm just being chivalrous
0: something like that <laughs> trying to look chivalrous yeah yep. uh and then they flirt and they ride off in the country again but she knows him at this point too he's like oh you came back yeah yeah like oh i said, i said i would yeah
2: so again that's that's it's so goddamn interesting to 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 think of how this origi- like how you originally watched this, because yeah, like they're they're sort of dropping all dropping all the signs that Teddy is a guest, mm-hmm. and then it's not not until like he fights off against the Man in Black a bit later here is
0: it revealed that he's not, which must be in a different like this this Teddy Dolores thing must be because
1: that would be later in the timeline, yeah. correct? Because then the Men in Black.
0: Teddy Dolores must be let's call it past and future for yeah. lack of okay. a better way to kind of organize it. Teddy and Dolores must must be I, I guess not must, but we're assuming our past because it's kind of their meeting and and
2: but that, I th- I feel like that's that's their main loop when when they're not being distracted by the guests. Right, Teddy comes on. Not much riding on you if 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 Clementine's not occupied by another guest. Orders the whiskey, argues with the the bartender, sees Dolores through the window. Does the stupid can thing. They flirt. They ride off into wherever. They're, just, they're just like all flirty. But why? For no guests? Like why? Well, that's that's one of the things that Bernard mentions about how. They just practice. They yeah, their will, backstories anchor them. Yeah.
0: They're not just to entertain the guests. Yeah, I think that's Elsie actually says that.
2: Yeah. Uh, what does he say? They, they're constantly error correcting.
0: Yeah,
1: they're constantly air correcting, and so it's a form of practice. And that was a really interesting line. I love that scene actually with Teresa. Yeah,
2: because yeah, like they, a they, great they, they're, they're practicing to be to be human, and it, it is with the knowledge that we have. Again, like it's interesting to see these these fucking robots that are kind of still just doing their thing. And yet they're having, like, meaningful conversations. It sounds like they're really into each other kind of thing.
0: Um, You always have to ask yourself, is it them, like, awakening? Is it them developing consciousness and breaking free of their programming? Or is it them, is this all another level of Ford's plan? And, like, of course he wanted this to happen, Mm -hmm. so it happens.
1: But Teddy could be based off of an actual guest. Because Dolores' whole thing was that there was supposed to be some sort of hero or, like, a guest would save her Mm -hmm. from... um, when she goes back to the farm. So, yeah. I mean, it could be based off of Teddy when he was a human guest there and then they made him a host or maybe the story was a good story. I, don't
2: know. I sort of kind of sometimes frame it in my mind like playing a video game. Like you'd be walking through the town of Sweetwater and NPC girl drops her can and then there'd be like...
0: NPC NBC
2: girl NPC, drops yeah. Can. Press square to interact. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, here's a can. And then it'd be like... Black hat, white hat response. Take your can, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> or try just try to be chivalrous. Not not as sweet as you, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Take your fucking can, uh, and then the shooter. Pow. Uh,
1: so we know what character you would play. Hey?
2: And then, um, so yeah, they're they're kind of uh, they're kind of just flirting on the on the mountaintop or whatever, and then it, it's like two characters interacting and then uh bernie uh bernard uh uh, what is it narrates her he's he's talking to to dolores right um but you don't see him but he says uh what if i told you everything you do is to please them and then this sort of leads into uh Teddy and Dolores going back to the the, the homestead, and mm-hmm. it's dark. And uh, she's like, "Oh, well, father never lets her lets the herd run or yep. whatever this late." There's an it's- interesting
0: little loop that comes up again and again, where cows are out after dark. Uh, she comments on like, "Well, oh, father never let them roam this late." Gunshots go off, mm-hmm. uh, and they go they go up to the Teddy goes up to the house. Says Dolores, "Stay here," and Dolores inevitably goes up to the house.
2: Yeah,
0: um, in this case, they go up to the house. And it's the Man in Black mm-hmm. who is killing her parents. Presumably, you kind of you never see the mother in the show. But it's she's the, mentioned it's
2: those outlaws. Um,
1: yeah, the one,
2: the one with the big mustache plays Trevor in GTA, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then the
0: the the milk one. Yep, the guy with yep. the milk. That and yep. they I think they're the ones attacking in the first uh, in the first in the first instance of it. I it, I wrote down Man in Black. He he is there. Yeah, and he says he's been coming for thirty years. But yeah. does he and kill the
1: outlaws? No, it's just him that kills.
0: Well, he so, so he drags family. Dolores away. So the yeah, yeah. so it's the scene
2: of... is uh Teddy and Dolores are there, the the outlaws are there, the killer parents. Teddy
0: Teddy be is the hero and sort of uh is Trevor Outlaw there in this scene cuz he is later where Dolores is like getting confused because she sees the Men in Black, she sees the Outlaw, she sees the Men in Black. Yeah. I think
1: that's the second time around. Yeah. yeah, I don't
0: think he's there this first one. I think he is. Is he? I'm pretty sure he is.
1: Because that's how the loop goes. Yeah. So I would assume that the Men in Black came in and just killed them.
2: Okay, uh, so... Um, yeah, so the, the... The 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 Outlaws are there. Teddy tries to intervene. He tries to be hero. Um, And then that's when Men in Black comes in. Mm. Right? And... Uh, automatically you, you, well, like he's, he, 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 just comes in and he says something to the effect of, um, he's been coming here for 30 years so that he notes some of the changes that, that they implement through updates and patches. Like, um, uh, he says something like to Dolores, oh, they put a little bit more spunk in you or whatever. Um, and then he also says, he, he wonders why, uh, they pair you two up. Right, Dolores and Teddy, and uh, if he's been coming here through thirty years, he's he's seen all the different narratives, right? So yep. he's 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 a veteran player of this game.
1: So does that mean Dolores never had another narrative? Then she's always had the same narrative because I know a lot of the other hosts had several. Do we narratives.
0: not? Do we not later learn that she had she did have another narrative, did and she? it is the shadowy. Is she did we not eventually learn that she's
1: Wyatt again? Yeah, we do, yeah. We yeah. do, but I think yeah.
2: that's that's present day. That's like a new
1: that's in the future, isn't
0: uh, it? That's new Ford's new narrative, very hard to keep track yeah, of. Yeah, Ford
1: makes the new narrative, which is the maze.
0: Yeah, she might have had other roles. I mean, she it seems well, like she she is, so. she is the rancher's daughter, but she is also like she, she buries that gun, she goes on to do what but she I think does. That's
1: progressive from her when she becomes Wyatt.
0: Yeah, we, I mean, we kind of never really know. It wouldn't be the think, craziest thing to think she was, she's the oldest host, right? And she's yeah, been repurposed the most that. amount of time.
1: So but like, probably. if you notice the other hosts, as they are gaining consciousness, they start to remember like past, um, experiences as in other narratives. Whereas in this one, Dolores just starts to remember like experiences with the man in black and some of the other, um, hosts there. But we never actually see her flashback I to mean, another narrative. To,
2: to, well, the frame of reference here is the yeah, Men Black is, is, is the present day. <clears throat> but also 30 years ago with William, she was also still playing the same, yeah. same role. So it's, I guess they've kept her on the same thing. They
1: kept She's her on the same just, loop.
0: Just because we haven't seen it doesn't mean, yeah. doesn't mean it didn't happen. It doesn't mean we won't see it.
1: But it is weird, though. They would keep her on the same loop for 30 years.
0: It does seem strange. I agree. Which makes me think she probably does have other roles. We just, again, the nature, like, the unreliable narrator mm-hmm. style of show, no, nothing is, yeah. it, like, we, we they will lie to us a bunch, And but it's fun now. Yeah. Because, well, they fooled us. So, Man in Black shoots down the the the, the outlaws. No sells the bullets. So the first time yep. we see a, a guest getting shot, yep. completely no sells the bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kill Young William's a pussy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Young William so goes down a bunch. Yeah. Kills him and then uh, and then uh, makes, uh, makes it known that he wants to, I suppose, rape uh, Dolores in the Bard. He, and then Teddy tries to intervene. Yeah. And then, yeah, tries to shoot him. Yep. Man but in Black
0: tells Teddy to shoot him,
1: wants yeah. Teddy
2: to shoot yeah. him.
0: Um, Which
1: is weird because isn't Teddy's character supposed to be like the kind that will go in and kind of shoot him up if need be?
0: He, does he pull the trigger? Can Teddy no, physically
1: not pull the trigger? It's cause, well, he does after, but he like, shoots
2: him a couple times, and then and the yeah. man in Black walks up to him. He's like, "Gun to the yeah, head, yeah. hey, let me help yeah. you," and then isn't able to do it. And this is kind of the first hint that Teddy is kind of he's not very strong willed. Mm-hmm. But it's also interesting because yeah, like there's there's that one part uh, a little bit later where he's running, gunning with uh
0: with that female guest, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what uh, what that's all about. There, so, the Men in Black here, uh, in, in that scene where he has the gun to his head, he want, he's asking Teddy to shoot him. He says, yes. do it. Do it. Um, and at first, initially, you, the audience, I think, are meant to think, like, Men in Black knows he can't get hurt. It's kind of this, this like, power trip of, like, right. go ahead. I can't be killed. Uh, but then at the very end, he says, every dog has his day. You know, maybe it'll work this time. Every dog has his day. Mm-hmm.
1: Just kind of looking death in the face.
0: And we're going to hear about this a lot from the man in Black, who one of his, like, driving forces is uh this game has no stakes nobody you can't get shot you can't die the man in black wants it to be real wants to be yeah. it wants yeah. to have stakes that's his drive and he's gonna bring that up again and again and again about how he hopes that this is the time that a host can shoot him
2: yeah again being that like veteran player like he's just too good yeah right he's
0: starting to bore him
2: um it, I think he mentions it like he's not coming home after this one. He's, he's this is the this is the last one or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, he I think he he want he intends to die somehow. Yeah, I guess? It's, it seems like, like he's
0: on some.
1: I don't know. I got crusade. the impression he was trying to like also use the maze as a way to um, do what's his name um, the other partner. Lawrence? No, not Lawrence. um, Arnold. Arnold. Like, bring into fruition Arnold's idea of making them, like, real conscious people. And I think that that's what he was trying to accomplish.
2: Yeah, there was a conversation there that he he does mention that I totally glazed over because I'm just furiously writing notes. It's it's harder this time.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like... Totally. I I took... So, for our Game of Thrones podcast, I did maybe, like, a quarter page of notes. On episode one, I have seven pages... Oh, my gosh. ...of notes. (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, this, there's a lot
2: of shit that happens like really fast in the show, and I'm yeah. like, fuck. I'll, I'll, I'll
0: rewind, rewind.
2: Yeah. Um, Bernard uh, says to them, says to us as the audience, you, you can't hurt them, meaning the hosts can't, or, or yeah, the host can't hurt the uh, the guests. Mm-hmm. Um, and this sort of gives us our first oh shit moment where, where we realize Teddy is not a ho- is is not a guest, but a host when his bullets have no effect on. The man in black, Teddy can't pull the trigger with his uh, with his gun to the man in black's head. He is inherently weak. MIB kills
0: Teddy. I don't know if he. I don't know if it makes Ted inherently weak. Like he shot his bullets. Like you're shooting a man who is no selling your bullets, and then he pulled the gun to the head. Like what are you gonna do? Am I gonna fire one more? I'm Matty, and you're like okay. You be got the You got me. This
2: sort of, I I feel it lends like this, this first part sort of lends to the way uh, I think is later this, this, no, it might be next season. Where he where, starts to kind of have his, his yeah, dark arc in yeah, a way. Dolores, Dolores is like, he's forcing him to do like bad shit, but he really can't do it. So I think he, yeah, the, she actually like changes his stats to be a little bit more darker. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just because he he just can't do it as as he is.
1: I never met. That's that's an interesting connection, actually. That I told Th- that, me.
2: That's sort of what yeah. stood out to me. Um,
1: it also shows like his innocence at the beginning and how when she does darken him, like the changes he's gonna have to go through. I don't. know.
2: Uh, then Bernard asks, "Would would the things I told you make you hate the newcomers?" Zora so says, "No, we love the newcomers," and. Um, and then that's just kind of one of those responses that you you'd get from a robot, right? No matter how much we, uh, the guests would beat up on him, rape him, kill him, do just like crazy shit to him, like no, that we're programmed to like these these people. Okay. Agree? <laughs> Agree? Agree? Yep. Uh yeah, so she gets dragged in, and um, as Teddy is dying, you see the reflection in his eyes of uh, Dolores being dragged into the things, kicking, screaming, and mm-hmm. and again, like uh, no, we love the newcomers. This is her saying it while we're seeing her being dragged into the barn by this this man in black. Uh, cut to Teddy on the on the train again mm-hmm. uh, with is, new guests.
0: Maybe we just worth interjecting real fast here. Uh, man in black, obviously, uh, you know, could be referring to Johnny Cash, I suppose, the man in black, um, but. Have any of you read the Dark Tower? No. Mm-mm. There is the The Dark Tower is a story about a gunslinger who is chasing the man in yes. Black.
1: Yes. Oh, didn't they make a movie about that?
0: The movies don't watch, With like, don't uh, watch, don't watch the, the movie. Sel- An yeah, don't yeah. watch it. Yeah, don't watch the movie. I
1: think I've seen part of it and it was like, what is going on? It's bad.
0: Um but this story does really the the, the, the gunslinger's chasing the man of black. In the dark tower, he's chasing the man of black across the land, and the man in black is leaving these um very almost like very reminiscent of the maze he's leaving these signs behind for the gunslinger Mm -hmm. to follow Mm -hmm. and um they they, it seems like westworth has almost wrapped up the gunslinger Mm -hmm. and uh the man in black almost into one character where the man in black is following someone is getting these maze-like signs um so i'm sure there was a little probably not a direct A
1: a little
0: bit of homage i think yeah uh i'm not familiar with
2: that i know it's it's popular and yeah like I, I want to see the movie because I like those actors, but I, not, I figure I shouldn't. Yeah, the acting's not don't. great. Don't see the movie. Don't see the movie. <laughs> and
1: I love Idris Elba, but he's a good actor.
2: Yeah. So again, like to to further sort of hammer home the the, the fact that Teddy is one of these hosts. He chose him starting his loop again on the train. Um, this time it zooms out. And it shows, uh, it zooms out to the security in the park, and it shows that big, like, holographic map of the thing where they're sort of running the show. That map
0: sucks. It does As someone who has to use that map, like, because you see them, they're like, they watch the bar, and a part of the map has to, like, cut itself out to become... That map is totally fucking unusable. Yeah. yeah. If I had to work with that thing, I would be mad non slow. Like, why do we... Who who built this? (laughs) That thing is useless. Uh, Um, Also, it totally makes the size of Westworld impossible to determine because that map only ever shows like one portion of the pl- it looks like a plateau like it could be a thousand miles it could be 10 miles yeah um, so they do a very good job of obscuring the size of the facility, the world. Yeah. and we will we'll later find out that there's multiple parks too so yeah and it's, I mean, in, in, in these first four episodes, we'll find out that even Westworld itself is massive, has at least 83 basement levels, if not more. Oh, yeah. like the...
2: Well, what should we call that? Like, the behind the scenes part? Like, is there a name for that behind the
0: scenes? Because uh, we,
2: I've, I've tried to reference it in my notes, but I've yeah. always called them like BTS as for, like, for behind
0: the scenes. I mean, that's probably fine. Because we have like the park itself, yeah. and then I, I don't even... Like, the, the inner workings of the park. Yeah. I know what you mean, but I don't know if they have a snappy kind of buzzword for it
1: uh it's just like the administration sure
2: it's more than just administration well, no, it's like the yeah. inner workings yeah behind the scenes okay sure um it shows it shows all the stuff it shows the programmers programming it shows like um i don't know trainers i suppose like sort of going over the things with with the because it shows, like, guys, like, practicing shooting and stuff. Yeah. It, this really Hanging shows the us...
0: stomach in the horse. Yeah. I, like, walk that horse around.
2: <laughs> this really shows us, like, the inner workings of this park. And it's super cool to see. Like, this is, yeah, like... They're all glass... Like glass rooms and stuff, and everything's sort of visible, which makes some of the the later stuff kind of weird. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's very. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Where people conveniently can't see through yeah. the glass walls. I yeah, totally just forgot about and that. I'm like, ah, oh, come on, this is or killing like, me.
1: I was thinking of like when Maeve gets out. We can talk about that after. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: uh, it's all very dehumanizing. The the glass walls and the like the stark white suits and the this the exact uniforms that everyone has to wear is yeah. and purposefully so very very dehumanizing in a way yeah. that the whoever is in charge of Westworld seems not to value host life or or human life maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: this uh, scene introduces us to Bernard, who is played by Je- Jeffrey Wright. Know, she,
1: yeah, maybe. that sounds right.
2: Or is that Casino Royale? Co- yeah. Casino the Royale Zone. Uh, is Jeff? <laughs> who am I thinking? Jeffrey Rush is uh, it's Bar- Barbossa. Barbossa. Okay, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, Jeffrey. Uh, Wright, that's right, right. Elsie, who I don't know the actress name of, but interestingly, will be in The Last of Us Two. Really? As who? Uh, Ellie's girlfriend. Specifically in that in that clip that they've shown is Elsie. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm a big
0: Elsie stand. Yeah, she's good. That is is Jeffrey Wright? Yeah.
2: Uh, and Clementine. I don't. I can't recall her real name, but she plays one of the whos. She plays Clementine. She's actually
1: a really good actress. When they're showing that scene where they're at the very beginning, where they're going over just like the one motion. Yeah, and this She, is it, uh, she this does this scene. it seamlessly.
2: Yeah, um, Angela. Seraphine. 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 seraphin Yeah. Uh, yeah. In particular, this, this episode, um, the two program, uh, two programs, I, I believe they call them behavior, right? That's their department?
1: Mm, yeah. Behavior. The yeah. department is behavior.
2: Yeah. Uh, and yeah, these, uh, I, I suppose they're responsible for these characters' behavior. And, um, they're, they're watching Clementine and, uh, Bernard, uh, mentioned something else. He's like, hey, like check this out, and it's it's just a small like tiny gesture that uh, the Clementine exhibits, but he he describes it as he calls it um reveries, and it's a it's an update that Ford had implemented to make the host more real. Yep, and I think we'll the first we hear of this this quote update. Yeah and uh initially he he just mentions that they're just small like ticks and gestures or whatever but i think we sort of figure out that this reverie's update is that whole thing where ford isn't actually erasing the memories right he's keeping them in like a little Aww. box there yeah. so that they can actually remember all this stuff yeah i don't know if that when that's revealed i don't think it's revealed in this before is it
0: the, this this like the timeline for these first few episodes is the update hits and then hosts mysteriously in an interesting way start quote breaking yeah and then we kind of learn that well they're not breaking this is actually what was maybe intended. what he's
1: doing yeah
0: so uh there's something about in this scene a line where the reveries the little the ticks the the things you don't think about are uh what make the guests fall in love with the hosts uh and then bernard leaves the room and there's a scene where elsie kisses clementine yeah, yeah. uh Just testing it out well, yes, but also like really paints a picture of how she feels about those about how cause we're going to get a whole bunch of conflicting opinions like her and her security buddy that she teams up with here right away. Yeah. Um, a polar opposites, one who who has fallen in love with the hosts and who, who thinks they're real and is kissing them in the behavior rooms. Uh, and then one who... Uh, it just thinks of them as robots and it's fucking like sawing heads off. And yeah, I
1: don't think that behavior would be uncommon, though, if you're really passionate like she is about like programming and like creating this like she's an integral part. I think she would be more attached than someone who's in like a security role whose goal is just to keep. Like, you know, the humans safe.
0: safe. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Ford would not be okay with <laughs> people. If you can't cover them up, if you have yeah. to look at the dick, Ford would not be okay with you kissing the...
2: Kissing... Not allowed. Kissing the host. Speaking of security <laughs> guy, uh, his name is Ashley Stubbs, and he is played by... Matt Damon's brother. Elder brother Hemsworth. Oh.
1: Oh, I thought it was Matt Damon. No. no. He looks like Matt Damon, kind of.
2: The oldest of the... Hemsworth. Uh, oh. Hemworth's. uh Lee, No... Liam?
1: Is it Liam? Yeah. Liam and. There's Liam, there's
2: Chris. Chris, and I don't know who the youngest one is. He's Hunger Games guy.
1: Oh, um.
2: Matthew. Yep.
0: No. That's probably it. Matthew no. Hemsworth. Matthew eats Hemsworth.
1: <laughs> I don't remember his name. Uh,
0: anyways, that. yeah. It, it was surprising to me that to find out that he was a Hemsworth. That's the redheaded dude, right? Uh, the redheaded tech? The one who's always like freaking out? No. No, the, this, this is, is the security the, guy. The security Oh, that makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, like, really? That wow, that guy's kind of a nerd. What the fuck? <laughs> what happened in the Hamptons? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Zaff Just the last brother, <laughs> the
1: oldest one.
0: He's
2: adopted. Um, <clears throat> so Stubbs and they introduce Teresa, who is like the head of uh, qu- uh, quality assurance. QA is it QA or QC? I don't. I don't know. Uh, but they seem to be like the the park security. Right there, uh, the, Teresa and Stubbs are always concerned about these these hosts going rogue, these hosts going bad, and they're always concerned about the 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 visitors and the guest safety, mm-hmm. as as they should. Right? There's a line where Stubbs goes. Uh, There's
1: uh, only one line of code.
2: Yeah, like the only thing separating the, the only thing stopping these these uh, these robots from like massacring us is one line of your code. Kind of thing.
1: Which is kind of like would probably be true and actually really scary when you think about it. I'm sure that if code you, is really easy to to mess with, like I all it takes know. is one period. I'm not a coder. I don't, I don't, I deal I, with I a lot of programmers. One period, you that's you all might, it takes.
0: You know, you might have like maybe two lines of code between <laughs> you and the end of the world. Maybe just put a know. second line in there to, <laughs> yeah. if the first fails. Same thing with a lives, backup. Matt.
2: One period is all it takes. That's, yeah, well. <laughs> um, but yeah, they 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 quickly establish that they're the security and the uh, and the quality assurance in in the park, and make sure that the safety is of the utmost. Teresa's always busting Bernard's balls about um, these random things that happen, and mm-hmm. are are we sure it's safe? Like what what's going on? She's always questioning them about stuff, and uh, Stubbs, being like man of action, always wants always has a gun. Just fucking always cocking that yeah. gun, ready to go. And
0: Bernard is always no selling the problems here. Yeah, these mm-hmm. first episodes. Uh, and, and in this scene, says, uh, "You know, we have had a critical failure in over thirty years. Thirty o- over thirty years, which conveniently is the amount of time between these two timeline riffs. Yeah,
1: but he. But that would be thirty years prior to when this timeline is happening, right? Yeah, That's right. William, the and this the would be timeline. the past. So there was critical.
0: Presumably, feature. there's a critical failure in William's timeline, uh-huh. and presumably there's another critical fail, or or they haven't had one
1: yeah. since in that
0: William's. So we, we don't really know. I think even at the end of season two, we don't really know what that first critical failure must would have been. Would it be when Arnold like, dies? I feel like that critical failure is, yeah, when Ar- Arnold, Arnold dies. Arnold dies. Oh, okay. That would be the that would first make sense. failure. I don't remember how that goes, but that might make sense. We'll, we'll, we'll Yeah. See. Um and they go down to B83. Yeah, they
2: they uh, there's a signal from the basement where they they keep the dis- decommissioned hosts and yep. uh the cooling is off so it's going to smell like shit. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going down. Um I feel like it's the the scene for this is that 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 famous mall or whatever with the it was also featured in The Last of Us where it's that those twin escalators and in into a big, big like, courtyard yeah, thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. the big, like, wrapping
0: yeah. balcony. Also, totally looks like the, and wasn't, I had to look this up, but looks like the lobby from Jurassic Park with the big dome, with the, or the globe, mm, the big oh, globe. Oh, yeah. Uh, but is not. I, I looked oh. that one up. Um, it's, it sucks down on B83. So, first of all, there are at least 83 levels to this place. At least. Yeah. Uh, and level 83 is literally full of water. They open the, the elevator doors, <laughs> and water just fucking pours in. And yeah. they get down there, and there's just, like, broken pipes are just spewing a waterfall of water. That They they bring something up uh, of, like, how long till they fix this, or whatever. And it's like, ah, management doesn't give a fuck. Whatever. Um, so this place is massive, and also totally f- falling apart. Like, upper management doesn't give a shit about the fact that...
1: And very hospital-like. Like, it's all white, yeah. and kind of yeah. looks...
0: And, like, this, this level, B83, is all run down. I am obsessed with B83, because it's like it looks like reception like this was not a storage this is not a storage facility yeah. even though they're storing the hosts here like what was this place yeah, probably once? had another purpose that'd
2: be interesting to to see like yeah like what goes on in these these lower levels and if they just like if this was like a uh, front reception area uh like and they just let it sort of go to shit and this is where they they store the old decommissioned robots It'd be it'd be interesting. I, I like, thought
1: it was weird that they have decommissioned robots like at that advanced stage in the society. Like, wouldn't they be able to reuse parts? Like, would they, they use? They, an they take them like
0: in and out of service. It seemed like because they bring, so uh, they bring Somebody they bring somebody down there, don't they?
1: Yeah, they bring two hosts down, Abernathy and
0: Abernathy and and the, uh, the milk guy. Yeah.
1: I they bring them down. down, but I just figured because like if they have like really viable parts, do like, they
2: bring the milk? They do bring the milk they, guy, don't they? they yeah, bring somebody down there. You they, know.
1: They, the milk guy, The milk guy totally. Because he starts is used pouring again. milk and getting all crazy, psycho, mm. killing people. Yeah.
2: Uh, and it turns out. Uh,
0: well, we, they, we, sorry. Just to, the last thing on the scene is: is we uh, this is our first hint that the park is much, 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 much bigger than they're saying, and yeah. they do. It's very subtle because they're just like, oh, it's going to be eighty three. Like well, what about yeah. B one through B eighty two? That's a good point. <laughs> um, this is where
2: we're introduced to Robert Ford, who is the uh, park director, and we find out is the is one of the two people responsible for all these hosts and the the whole idea to this whole thing. And um, yeah, played by Anthony Hopkins, <laughs> Sir Anthony Hopkins. Hmm.
1: Is um, that right? Yeah, yeah, oh, he was knighted.
2: Oh. Yeah. Hmm. And, oh, God, the, the the performance that he puts on is just incredible. Like, it's good the first time, and, yeah, you get the vibe that he's just a shithead boss or, like, owner. or No, he's not an owner, but, like, a director, right? Mm-hmm. But subsequent watches, you're like, holy, like, this guy... Like, there's a lot of stuff going on beneath the
0: surface on this guy. Totally. Yeah. It's it's interesting because he is, like you say, not an owner, but is the man with... Seemingly the man with the power. Yeah. yeah. The man who is just God in this world. Yeah.
1: And he mentions that so, later so in one of his speeches, yeah. that he's God. Or they're playing God.
2: So he's just sitting there in the back of this, back of this room with all these uh, decommissioned robots. But he's talking to what he says is one of the very first hosts, uh,
0: who is an old... Prospector, I suppose. I don't know what it's. Doesn't matter. He calls him Bill.
2: <laughs> oh, doesn't
0: he? Like Wild the Bill bartender? Hickok? Is, so first of all, is Wild Bill Hickok a real person, or is that just a Dead World character? I don't know. Second of all, I think that might be Wild Bill Hickok. Sure. I don't
2: know. <laughs> uh, it's interesting to see that uh, after we've seen like uh, current day robot or hosts or whatever, uh, this Wild Bill here is like janky. Like, yeah, he's he's moving in in definitely this animatronic way.
0: The actor where- who plays him. The act- There there are a couple actors Abernathy and this guy who play like the malfunctioning robots do yeah, so such good. incredible yeah. work in their performance. Yeah,
1: I wonder if he took like a popping class or whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they had to they had to do something cuz like, like he it's was so unnatural. It was perfect. Yeah.
2: Um, unnatural is a good word like cuz yeah, you you definitely can see like you, you can practically hear the gears turning when he's when he's moving. Um I didn't write down anything of their conversation, but it, it just seemed like Ford was just hanging out just to be, yeah, reminiscing and just be nostalgic.
0: There's a line where Bernard tells Ford that like their their progress on the hosts with the reveries and, and just how far they've come looking right. at the old host is uh, he calls it remarkable and Ford very point, pointedly says uh, that's one word for it and then they never really address that again but again it, it immediately you are learning about who Ford is and, and how he feels about these hosts.
1: I always feel like there's just like a tad of remorse every time some of his conversations go through
2: that's what i find when he's whenever he's talking to bernard yeah, yeah. because again like we later find out who bernard really is and seeing ford interact with bernard i feel like 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 ford really sort of regrets and remor- is very remorseful of of everything that's happened between them mm-hmm. and again to have an old friend like that kind of like you see him he's not really him yeah, but he he looks like him
0: and he yeah. talks like yeah. him and yeah.
2: Yeah, and you, and again, this is this is the intricacies in Anthony Hopkins' uh, performance to this character. I'm like, fuck, that's incredible. It's yeah. good, so good. Ah. Um switches over to Dolores' loopster again. Again, in her in her bed, she wakes up. She chats with her father, Peter Abernathy. Uh, I don't know the actor's name on that one, but uh like you mentioned Matt, he does a really good job, especially when he's uh broken.
0: Yeah, start, it's like it's, it's like the, the human equivalent of a stroke in yeah. a way, in a way that is horrifying. You're <laughs> yeah. like, oh my god, he needs help!
2: Because yeah, the one eye twitches. Yeah, yeah like I've That's always wondered, droopy face. I've always wondered how actors do the do the, do those twitches. It's
0: got to be CG. Like the eyes going in different directions. You mean?
2: Yeah, there's that too. But I mean, like, uh, there's one other example that I was thinking of where there were there were like eye twitches or face twitches. You think is that a CG thing? they just
1: practicing? I think the I bet, like, I bet the eyes. Twitch
0: I bet, eye. Yeah, I, I bet the well. You like you, normal people can't make their eyes go in opposite directions. No. I bet the eyes in different directions are totally CG. Eyes, eyes are easy enough to CG. Yeah. The rest of it, I bet, is all performance. And it, like yeah. a lot of it mirrors what we see in media as a stroke. I I wouldn't be surprised if they yeah. if that was like the basis of that performance. Mm-hmm.
2: So Dolores wakes up, chats with her father. Uh, she goes into Sweetwater. Um, and then this, this particular scene shows how the host interactions with the guests and it shows how, um, the show can interrupt the, the host loop, right? Cause we saw mm-hmm. Teddy, uh, go with Dolores and then go off. But in this, in this case, um, before Teddy even, even, uh, gets to talk to Dolores, uh, a couple guests, uh, sort of waylay him and like, hey, it's my old buddy Teddy. I was here last time. He he showed me around, yeah. and he's with his buddies. And like, Teddy, what's good? Like, yeah, let's 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 go. And then
1: they improvise.
2: Yeah, and it shows that yeah, like you can interrupt these guys. The 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 get the, uh, the host um, loop flow, yeah. and they will in- improvise and like yeah. go and do.
1: It kind of brought up a question to me: like, how long do we think these loops are? Because we always see Dolores wake up, so it's like. It it wouldn't make sense for it to only be a day, but how long is Is it one day? I think it
2: would
0: be. Like if it if if they go uninterrupted. But, but like if like If you go in the town If I'm a guest And I go in the town I'm like I'm gonna shoot up Sweetwater. This you know what is? I'm black hat this time Pa 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 yeah. And then all the other guests Show up tomorrow And everyone's dead. <laughs> dead So like they must reset it every
1: So then what It would be like after Like would the guests Go to bed then Or like the Cause like some of them Would probably be there Like fucking in the whorehouse we Until nev- like
0: you're, you're right One man. in we, the morning We never ever Figure out how they do that You're totally right Of guests would theoretically See the bodies being dragged away Cause they have to have time To take them and, back And yeah.
1: clean them Get all the guns Gun wounds out. You're
0: totally... We... That
1: That's got to take a long question. time.
2: Unanswered question. We the logistics no of it would... is kind of crazy. Yeah. Right?
0: Because... Um, or maybe they're out for... Maybe it's like, oh, well, so Teddy got like, shot. He's gone for like a week. Maybe it's like a week
1: loop or something. Like, everyone
0: else is going to go normally, but Teddy's gone for a week or whatever because he's real fucked up. Mm. We never... Like, uh, we
1: know the narratives can be interrupted because there's that one scene with those guys. This is way farther down, but they're... um. They're those bandits outside, and they're like, Oh, the main bandit got shot, and this is the only one who can use an axe, so they couldn't make dinner or something. So they were just oh, yeah. sitting there Woodcutter, for yeah, yeah. a couple of days. So we know that, like, if, if they get interrupted, they just sit there for weeks. Yeah, or 10. That's,
2: that's an interesting scene. Uh, that, was a, that, too was, because that was more a bug that they were out there to fix, even. Yeah, because they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're even just bullshitting about it, too. Like, these hosts.
1: Yeah. Right? It's like only one was approved yeah. to use the axe.
0: I wonder if that is kind of just the magic of TV, where maybe, maybe we're not meant mm. to ask that okay. question. But okay. in, in Or in traditional Westworld, like, maybe there is some great dark secret of, like, they gas everyone in the night or something, and everyone passes out. <laughs> like, there could totally be... That's a, that, that is a huge unanswered question.
1: Yeah, because then, like, would they be taking the train? Because we saw originally that um, William gets like, from his room onto the train and then into Sweetwater. So then, like, where are they sleeping? Are they sleeping in Sweetwater? Are they going back to their rooms to sleep? Like, what is happening with the guests at this point?
0: All right, maybe, like, I don't know, maybe each... Maybe it is in like seasons or something, where it's like, hey, this new season of Westworld is starting. Like maybe. we, yeah. all the hosts are in. Uh, come, come! Like this is when all the players are, are meant all to join the game, and and then I, we play for a week, and then we reset it or whatever. I can yeah. see
2: how that, like, how that would work uh, as far as the logistics go, right? Because you can't have like new guests every day. Yeah. Uh, as far yeah. as everything goes, like and hey, every
0: narrative can't only be twenty four hours long. Yeah. And so maybe they're all different lengths.
2: Yeah, like schedule your visit uh, this time. We're we're starting a new intake or whatever at this time, and you go for as long as you need to. And then
0: I will hmm. say that nobody in the show ever shows up to that whorehouse, and it is just full of bodies, which <laughs> seems weird.
1: Yeah, because doesn't Hector come in and shoot like a lot of people yep. in there? That's yeah. his loop.
0: It happens all yeah, the fucking time at so the end of the then... week or whatever. Like that place always gets shot up. Yeah. So, who knows? That's interesting. But then
1: there is the scene where they show Maeve and um, the guys that are supposed to clean her up. They're like, oh, we need her on the floor, like, right away. Yeah,
0: we got, we got no time to, yeah, like, fix her proper.
1: Exactly. So then that must mean, like, some of them are more important than others. So maybe they rush to, like, do the more important part yeah. of the narrative first sure, to get like, them back out on the floor. Uh,
2: the the saloon madam, who is yeah. Maeve. Yeah, we need her. She's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Hector, obviously.
1: Yeah, and we but do maybe, see
0: them switch. Maybe I bet they like kind of make the best of it because we're like, oh, well, Clementine can be the 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 madam at the whorehouse. We, yeah, she, I mean, she, she knows how to do it or whatever. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very interesting point, though. Oh, the logistics of Westworld—that'd be sweet. I'd be sweet. That'd to be know. Hard. Maybe, maybe there are only like ten guests in the park at any time, or something like that. Yeah, it's probably super exclusive. And it's like I know I did pull the cost as forty k a day. No, they say. They mentioned that. But it's in twenty fifty dollars. But we were so also talking something about
1: um, money the other day, like because the guests I assume would have to you know pay for their horror, their drink, or whatever.
0: 40k a day I bet they just because it's like no but, one, but like, in, but world like money. in world money, yeah. money right I, like well, they, I bet would, they just get a thousand dollars of cash or, at. or the, would they
1: have to like pay to like re-up their money.
0: I bet they just get cash, okay. like with their guns and stuff. Because they're like, I remember one of the horrors is like, oh, "I'll be four dollars for the day." Yeah, and exactly. you're making forty a day, like, fucking. Here's a hundred, keep a change. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, and be good though. And then you
0: can capture like
2: bounties and stuff to to, to get more money. I M- I yeah, suppose. maybe that's part of the game. Robbing but I would banks, think if I were people. like
1: going into that world, I wouldn't want to be don't. worried about getting money. I just want to spend it on whatever I would want. I, I would
0: want to. St- I want to play a real video game. <laughs> Start zero money. Like I want to take this bounty for fifteen dollars and buy a new gun, and then get this for a hundred. Go hunting. Upgrade. Go hunting. <laughs> sell some furs. <laughs> Fuck yes. I just want to do the red. I just want to go fishing with this old man with one leg. Yeah, and th- that's that's. It's basically yeah, a video video gaming
2: like that, right? They because probably start you with a with a sum, and then if you blow it all on whores then
0: like ugh, what when million comes I in and we see
1: the room, it's just like all clothes and guns. Yeah, and I think stuff. it's carte
0: blanche. I bet you have infinite money while you're in the park.
1: That's what I would think.
0: Because like the only you're only spending a couple bucks here and there for a whiskey. I bet your drinks are comped. Because
1: yeah, there'll be people that will go who want to just like experience like living off the land kind of thing. But then there was like the couple that came for like whatever a honeymoon or whatever. They're not going to be wanting to worry about money.
2: It could be like uh, little packages. Be like, okay, well, yeah, we're coming in for a honeymoon. We don't want to have to worry about money. I I
1: think
0: forty k a a day implies that money is (laughs) no (laughs) issue. Also also that yeah, money doesn't (laughs) exist in
2: Westworld. Yeah, sure. They give you yeah like a with the money sign on it. <laughs> Every time the loop resets, the sack refills. That's amazing. Uh, okay. Where was
1: I? We're in the basement.
0: No. Um... We're just past the basement. Man in Black is... Uh, they the of no, them go to the basement. Uh, they talk about yada yada yada. Man in Black is uh, kind of the poker table.
2: Yeah. Or before that, okay. So Teddy approaches, wants to approach Dolores, gets interrupted. Mm-hmm. Instead, the man in black approaches Dolores. Right. Does the can thing. Um, she doesn't seem to remember him. Again, uh, inferring like a different loop or a different timeline yep. or whatever. He remembers her. Yeah, of course he remembers her. Uh, he says something to the uh, to the effect of, "I don't have time for this. I don't have time for you right now. I have bigger
0: fish to fry." Mm-hmm. And then yeah, sits down on the poker table. Yep. As he's walking, so man in black. I think there's there's this is subtle. This is mad easy reading into it. Man in black walks to the poker table. As he does, uh, presumably a host. I mean, we can always kind of assume host unless we're told otherwise. Um, just gets up as man in black is walking to the table. Host gets up. So either. And again, this is like some real season two shit. Either Man in Black knows the loops so intimately and just knows, like, okay, he's gonna get up at this time, I can just boop, go insert myself at the table. Or everybody is marching to this grander tune where he is another just a piece in this clockwork machine where a host gets up because Man in Black is heading over. Um and and there are no coincidences in Westworld, and and that was one that stood out to me was this host just coincidentally mm seems to get out of the way so Men in Black can sit down at the table mm-hmm. and, and talk to that dude he needs to talk to.
2: Um,
0: Old Leatherface. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, I think... It that's is- that's where that scene ends, I think.
1: Sorry, just to interject there. Because then that made me think about um, the Men in Black and, like, he would be so familiar with, like, all of the hosts in there that, like... Because we see one scene where he literally cuts a host's throat and I just kept thinking to myself like would it just be him who would be approved to do that because other guests they were given guns but I assume they wouldn't be given like knives and stuff and if they're so lifelike how do you know that you wouldn't be slicing some real person's throat
0: that's a very good
2: point that is that is a very good question and I've read a little bit on that like uh, bullets obviously don't do damage to, to, to human guests uh, the question is still up in the air. How like knives work, and we because do see, they're still pointy, and and, and, <laughs> yeah. and we
0: do see like they say the host can't hurt the guests, but we do see eventually guests are like knocked out by hosts. they are yeah. knocked unconscious. Well, um, even
1: the brother-in-law takes that um, fork and stabs it in that guy. I mean, yeah. we assume he like it's clear that he's trying to get him to go on this like I, gold rush. I mean,
0: but like we could, that's that's a very good question. If if the guests don't know who is who and who yeah. isn't, like maybe we can.
1: Like, you go to can, rape can we, a girl, but, like, what if she's a guest? How would you know? They're all dressed up the same. That,
2: that probably goes back to what you said, Matt. There's like, probably a safe word. Like, I'm a guest! <laughs> I'm a guest! No, there's, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> there's, there's, only, there's only a limited amount of people in the park at a time, and they mm-hmm. probably... So, they probably... I mean, they should let them in at different intervals so that they're not really interacting. Because, yeah, like, what if one guy decides to play black hat the other guy decides to play white hat, and they sort of interact... Or they, they come across each other at a certain point. Like, how do you know that that's a person?
1: they do, because they do interact, because we see the, the man in black, he's sitting at the campfire when he's on his way with Hector, and mm, another yeah. guest comes up to him and says, oh, I really love what your charity did, and he tells them to, like... Can, get out of my face.
0: Can we maybe assume that in this magical world where guns only work on the hosts that maybe the knives and the maybe everything they allow in the park only works on the hosts where the knife yeah. is actually totally dull but, yeah. if, but but a host is programmed to, to like, oh, their skin oh, splits yeah. even though it's dull. That it's not really be cutting something. them. Like, yeah. I think we could maybe just magic that away kind yeah, of in okay. the... that's, that's, yeah, that's believable. Whereas
2: if I pull a knife on Maddie's and it just like wilts, like oh, I can't <laughs> yeah. do that to yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's a are like, <laughs> <laughs> <and> Yeah. <you're real. laughs>
0: Um, this is crazy, eh? Like, wild. Yeah. Or, I mean, uh, maybe there is more than one Westworld also, right? I don't maybe know, I just assume they wouldn't
1: give guests knives.
0: Consecutively, but maybe these are happening concurrently. That's not the craziest thing to think, that mm-hmm. if they can build yeah. one, they could build a second one. They have 83 levels, you yeah, know? Maybe sure. there's just
1: different levels. There could it. be a
0: bunch of knaves and a bunch of whatever is true. and a bunch of... I don't know. Or, I mean, the best answer is everybody in the park is actually a host. At the end of it all, there. that's yeah. that's why. Yeah, that
1: like yeah, <laughs> we're all hosts. Is where this goes. <laughs> good point. Good point.
0: Switch to a scene where the sheriff
2: uh, invites that husband and wife, like the honeymooner couple, mm-hmm. uh, to go searching off for Hector in the in the in the prairies or wherever.
0: Um, this is where a fly lands on him. Yeah,
2: this is where a fly lands on him. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if if it's the fly that actually like. Causes him to wig out, but he starts to... He starts to wig out, doing the crazy wobbly eye thing. And fucking imagine that. That
0: would be super scary. That'd be so scary. Okay, so I have a question. Uh, Is that fly a host fly? Do they... Are there real insects in Westworld? Probably not. No. That is probably a host fly, which this is probably... This... This... It is probably not a... Like, this to me seems like it is by design. That fly is meant to land on his face. He is meant to do his freak out thing... Especially watching it the second time, like we are all dancing to Ford's tune right now, very, right very it would much be something
1: that Ford put in the update percent
0: because I don't think there are I don't think there are just random insects in this future park,
1: well, you do see them create everything, but isn't the park on a like a piece of land? Do we, we know that We
0: don't know it could I, be I, in always, like a I always assumed I always assumed it was t- a totally inside space because mm. they seem to be able to control the weather. They seem to be able to that's a good point. Like n- night and day, we're not sure, but it it seems unnatural in a way that. That's a good
2: point. I mean, for a place that's that, that sort of strives on like control, I imagine like yeah, it's It it's would an have to be someplace. in a domed, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> <sighs> that's interesting. I never thought about that.
0: Yeah, uh, so he freaks out. Um, yep. Uh, the texts come. Yeah, texts come, and they talk about. Uh, there's a very particular phrase they use uh, where this host is displaying abhorrent behavior. It's not abnormal. It's not unusual. It is abhorrent. <laughs> it is... What's the definition of that one? Did you... It, well, it is so abhorrent. I mean, it can mean kind of the same things, but there is a little bit of a connotation there that means um, uh, not unexpected in a way. Like, expect terrible, but expected. You know, wow, that is that is abhorrent. Um, <laughs> whereas, you know, if, if a host was just acting unusually, it would... You, again, I might be reading too much into it, mm. um, but it's very particular word choice. Where yeah. you'd be like, "Oh, that's unusual activity," but no, it is abhorrent activity, which <laughs> kind of goes back to like if you answer our questions correctly, yeah. like they're very carefully choosing their language. Yeah, right, right.
2: Uh, so this cuts to uh, Bernard with Sizemore, who is part of the narrative team, and Teresa again, the the QC team, and they're mm-hmm. looking over this um, glitching out uh, sheriff. This is where we're introduced to to Sizemore, the the English, hot blooded, like uh, very very very, he's very the loud dir-
0: director of narrative. I believe is his yeah. title,
2: um, and he's explaining the impact of removing these hosts from the mm. narrative because Teresa wants wants
0: to remove them, mm-hmm. some two hundred or something that have been updated.
2: Yeah, and she's again she's always uh, worried about the safety of the guests, so she wants to recall all of these ones that have been updated with these this Reverie update, and Sizemore. Just goes off on a on, on a rant or a tirade about uh, ruining his stories.
0: One and, or one or two hosts, the story can adapt. Yeah. Fifty hosts, it, it can't deal with that. Yeah, and he's actually really entertaining to watch. Yeah, he's a great. He's, he's he funny. Is, I, yeah. I, I like him. Um, he, he plays a bigger role in the second season, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, and Bernard is no selling here, as we've seen. Every time a problem comes up in yep. these first few episodes, Bernard is like, ah, it's no problem. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's this one or the next one. I think I wrote it down, but so he's do like, actually, s- this is good news. This is good news that this one broke, because mm-hmm. now, now we can fix this or whatever.
1: And do we suspect that that's um, for just puppeteering? him or do
0: if you know where this all goes totally yeah. yes this is yeah. all part of the storyline everyone right now is marching to ford's tune bernard yeah. in his no-selling yeah um even a lot of the who we perceive as human people mm-hmm. seem to be kind of going along with it
1: interesting
0: uh, and bernard asks Teresa here um he, he says that her her like angry tick her like the way that her like yeah. veins bulge yeah. uh is beautiful could he record it in a way that uh,
2: <laughs> he'll, he'll keep doing this as well where
0: you're not sure if bernard has like some kind of a personality disorder there's something yeah. weird about him where he is it's constantly odd. like sherlock holmes psychoanalyzing yeah. everybody and and it, we it, kind of learn why that is eventually it fits with
2: his character and his role too mm-hmm. in that like yeah he he is a, a behavior programmer so he's he constantly notices these things and wants to uh, institute them in, in in these hosts right yeah. to, to again to make them more real cuz yeah. he's he his his sort of mandate is to yeah make these these things more real Right? So, w- when he sees that in Teresa, like, yeah, he... that's what he notices. But, yeah, man, like, he... It, it's it's a thing where he's like, is this guy fucking...
0: Yeah, totally, this- like, inappropriate. Yeah. Everyone is losing their mind about this billion-dollar mistake. And he's like, oh, that's, oh, I love the way your veins twitch. Uh,
2: cuts to Teddy with the guests um, that he... that sort of... Uh, that he's rolling with. Um, and the guests uh in in the scene they're like pounding away at, at at some ladies or whatever and then they're like this is this is wild this is crazy yeah. and then one of them explains like this is nothing like the further out you get from mm-hmm. from Sweetwater because Sweetwater apparently is a starting point further out you get the more intense it gets the more wild it gets mm-hmm.
1: sorry can we just quickly go back about the Sizemore scene yeah, where sure. he's talking about it and I just had like um, an interesting thought um, he talks about the idea of actually rolling back to like previous updates where they were like less human and I thought that was really interesting oh, yeah. because he says something about um, because it's too real and the only reason that the play the only reason that Westworld works is because people know it's fake. Hmm. Um, and that's why that place works. It kind of reminded me, and we were talking about this earlier, sort of like in The Matrix where um, Agent Smith is talking to Neo about how they had to introduce disease because the human mind won't believe that they're in a real world without any kind of um, distress happening. Hmm. So oh, that was really neat. Yeah. Hmm.
0: That's actually the next scene.
1: Oh, is that the he next, next scene? scene? Oh, did I skip? Yeah. A
0: l- little bit. He, he uh, the the quote there is: um, uh, "Szymor says this place works not because they think the hosts are real, but because they're not."
1: Yeah. And talks about
0: how they, uh, like you say, roll them back to make them more manageable, to make yeah. them uh, like obey instruction better and stop, like make them le- give them less free will yeah. and more controlled. Uh, which is...
2: That's interesting.
0: Like, let's say we're guests
2: at this park. Like, would you want more realistic? Or would you want, like, sort of flawed? You know that that's real. So I, when man. we're killing them, it's like, oh, okay, he's a robot. So we're not
0: um, really killing him. I've played enough video games <laughs> that I would immediately black hat and, like, let's just go. Yeah. And more realistic it so would not... fucking... I,
1: don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't like know. the idea of killing someone in real life. So why would I... Even if I knew it was... Fake? Why would I enjoy Don't that? You just kind
0: of want to know. Do you want to know? Do you want to know what bit. that feels like? I think. I think. <laughs> <laughs> without without sounding like a serial killer, <laughs> uh, I think kind of everybody. I think. I think it's, it's what Westworld promises, yeah. right? It's yeah. like complete whatever you want to complete freedom. If you want to, if you want to shoot everybody up, shoot everybody up. If you want to. Uh, it's,
1: but I think people go in with In the back of their mind They know that Like it's not real And that is true That's why it works Is because it's like Yeah I'm getting the experience As if it were real But like I didn't really Kill that person Or really totally. rape that woman Yeah because I would
0: not Be able but, to shoot a real person In the face Exactly But I could probably maybe Oh I shouldn't shoot James Marsh then But I this, mean you know One of the ugly ones That's why maybe. it works though
2: Yeah that's why it works And this is a It, it, it goes deep Into human psychology And this, they touch on this Like later on Where uh, Logan says, "Like this place will teach you who you are." Yeah. Um, and then it goes much deeper, where they are actually farming this information from people, so that they yeah. have like these personalities yeah. things, and like yeah, like again on the surface, it's like this amusement park where where the three of us can go in and we can do whatever the fuck we want,
0: and like there's really no judgment aside from yeah. each other or whatever people won't or, even know if you're a host or a person like it's you're kind of incognito but, anyway but as well. ford
1: makes another statement later on saying that that that's not the point of the park it's not to teach you who you are i can't remember yeah, what it was. yeah he does he says something else important um i can't remember that's in
0: like episode four we'll, yeah we'll,
1: uh, we'll get we'll to skip back to that
2: um but it it's an interesting sort of like thought process where yeah like Matt and I played enough video
0: games where it's just inherently <laughs> funner like, to be bad guys like I would want in real life do I want to get in a shootout in a bar absolutely not in Westworld do I want to like get in a shootout in a bar and a bottle's exploding on the bar and yeah. behind and like somebody's going to run someone down the bar and sweep all the glasses off and sweep from a chandelier like fucking yes yeah and it goes back to when we were playing paintball like that's
2: probably as close as we'll ever get to sort of like a live firefight exactly do I ever want to be in a live firefight no because no. no, even, not even close. Close. fucking hurt
0: not but, even close right
2: but it it was exciting like these people are like just smashing uh, against the wall on the other side of you and it's loud and it's like visceral is a word
1: right but again you would get the experience but in the back of your head you would know well this isn't really real
0: right and and like that is where I think the fun comes from it's like it's like horror movies or horror games yeah do I want to be serial killed fuck no but it is fun to be scared with these characters I
1: don't know but it would be so real like imagine you're in that world and you're watching this happen and you're seeing people get shot like you it would feel like at a certain point, it would feel so real that you would be scared. You have to
0: go twice. Once you see the loop again, you're like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: okay. okay, we're okay."
2: I think that's. I think that's just the draw of this yeah. place, right? That fantasy. I'd fall yeah. for it. I'd want to fall right? for it. And maybe, well, maybe I don't think I could. Not even just uh, a Western setting. Like it, it's season two, where like we Jap- see
0: an ancient Japanese setting. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like An ancient
2: Rome setting, or even like what, what's the what's the Indian one? that they were in with like the fucking oh, tigers yeah in here. Right. the tigers yeah. 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 so there, there's just anything that you can think of and I I just feel like that is super awesome like this the, the idea of these parks and the, this idea is just super awesome it's this like and
0: ultimate power fantasy right yeah in, in the park you the guest have you are a god you have ultimate power you can't be killed you can you can do whatever to whomever you wish
1: I sort of get it, I just, I guess, I don't know Maybe but I even just don't a, have that sort of Even
2: as a good person, like you you take the the, the sheriff's quest Be like, yeah, let's hunt down this, this outlaw Yeah And then you're like, yeah, and then you fucking
1: Maybe stop. it's just the theme I'm not down with and Maybe then, because it's western <laughs>
2: I guess so. You better um, Japan
0: World.
1: Yeah, maybe if I have to go to Japan can, World and see even
0: people committing <laughs> seppuku and
2: <laughs> even the, the honeymooners. <laughs> like uh, it, it shows them at the end of um, the the Hector scene where he's the one that guns him down, yeah. and the, that's oh. the
0: excitement. You stopped the. The the raiding outlaws. Yeah, and you. Like, I was the hero of Sweetwater. We, we'll talk about that scene in episode four, but you, as the audience at that point, are like, oh my god, you killed Hector. <laughs> but he he's the character. He's like, yeah, I fucking killed Hector, you guys.
1: <laughs> They're taking pictures. And you're
0: yeah. like, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, called yeah. the photographer over to yeah. pop him up in the coffin and shit.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good scene. Uh, okay, sorry, we skipped ahead. So go back. <laughs>
2: uh, okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, the the further out from Sweetwater you get, the more demented things get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that just sort of sets the sets yeah. the scene about like yeah, Sweetwater is our starting point, but the further out,
0: like who knows, who and knows. They, and they talk about Teddy is sitting there, just kind of like dead-eyed outside the whorehouse or whatever yeah, and they and talk and about a fly. Fly. yeah a fly yeah. comes up onto his face too. and they talk about like well if we get bored of we can just use him for target practice out yeah. there in the desert he's just a robot it doesn't matter
1: so then would the host just ignore those kind of statements
0: probably yeah I guess. Yeah, yeah they'd be programmed not to hear that probably mm-hmm. right doesn't doesn't look like anything to me doesn't yeah. sound like anything to me
1: <laughs> interesting because there was a scene where one of the um a young boy tells Dolores that she's not real she, he asked her like oh you're one of them mm-hmm. and she kind of like Looks like she contemplates it for a quick second, yeah, and then is just like, like, "I have to go. go home."
2: Yep, yeah, yeah, and that's that's the next scene. She's she's painting out in the in the the riverfront over there, and this random family comes, and it, yeah, she's the the boy sort of in, in, innocently asks like, "Hey, are you one of them?" Kind of thing. Yeah, he went,
0: he's like, "You're not real." Yeah, and she's like, "I have to go home now." <laughs>
2: um,
0: but you're you, the audience, are in that scene in particular. You're not sure if Dolores is reacting to that, or if she's like, I've got to be home before sundown. My loop says, yeah. home by sundown, because dad's going to get shot, or whatever. Um, but, as we'll learn, maybe she is reacting to that.
2: Cuts to um, Dolores' father, uh, sort of ranching, and then he finds the picture uh, from the real world. And I don't know whether this was planted there, or it was carelessness upon, like, the, the cleaners cleaners, or
0: whatever? It's planted.
2: Yeah, maybe. It's a plan. But he finds this picture, and this triggers something in his head. It's it's a picture of it's a like girl. a military lady, just like in a city. It's like New
1: York or something. I think
2: or it's Tokyo actually or... it's actually revealed later that this is uh, William's fiance. Oh, I think I sort of recall that I in think my you're
0: head. You're right. I think it's, you're right, and that's it's why Williams I'm sure it's William's fiance. Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where she. Died, or he talks about her in this season. She is dead or dying or something. She commits s- suicide. Something yeah, happened. I think yeah. she
1: commits suicide.
0: But he very briefly mentions her at some point in these huh, first four episodes. That's interesting. Uh, so he's looking
2: at that picture when Dolores comes home, and he asks her, Hey, what does this look like to you? And she says...
0: It doesn't look like anything to me. Yeah.
2: And apparently that's just the default answer when they're looking at things that are sort of out of world, or like out of yeah. West World. Mm. Um... Uh when 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 they're looking at that type of stuff, they're I guess they're programmed to yeah, say From probably Nordic.
0: It probably yeah. looks like a blank photo tour, I would assume.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Just it's like a piece of paper. Like to, yeah, yeah, some
0: sort of censorship or whatever. Yeah. Um, but Abernath, but Paul Abernath, he can see it. Yeah. And this is that great performance (coughs) we're talking about where he kind of like starts stroking out.
1: Yeah. He did such a good job.
2: Um, Sizemore and Teresa discuss Ford getting too old and retiring or
0: or moving on.
2: Yep. And this sort of late.
0: First, first hint that I, so we going into season three, we have no idea. This is still a big unanswered question in Westworld. Is, is Ford a person or a host? Uh, I think he's uh, been a host since the beginning. Uh, and I think this is the first hint that, yes, he is, you're right, he is getting too old. He oh, that's should point. physically probably can't get around as well as maybe should maybe <laughs> be walking all over this huge park by himself.
2: So I'm of the camp that thinks that Ford is still human. He's, he's, he's human at this point. Uh, whether he stays human or whatever. Because
1: he gets it's, shot. It's seen. Later on.
0: Eventually. Yeah. 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 So we'll why would that, that be more.
1: a pivotal scene if he was a host?
0: Because he's a host, why, why would he want on suicide is not usually in human nature? Why, why, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, we're getting way ahead okay. of ourselves, yeah, yeah. but uh, and Teresa says to him,
2: This place is one thing to the guests again, mm-hmm. like a, an amusement park,
0: mm-hmm.
2: another thing to the shareholders. Uh, they see all the money and yep. all this stuff, like money forty thousand dollars a day, and care about
0: the narrative and, yep. and are worried that Ford is fucking up. What like the, the shareholders want to keep the status quo? They don't want to change anything. It's working fine. <laughs> yeah, and a whole other thing to the management yeah. again is something things. completely different to manage. Yeah, there's, there's uh,
2: just sounds like it's a fucking nightmare to manage, and just everything's going wrong, and people are getting hurt. Um, it's at this point that Men in Black actually kidnap, kidnaps that uh, that one leathery looking poker player. Kissy. Yep. Kissy is his name. Yeah, and he slits his throat.
0: Yep. And that's that Sculpting. saves his blood. Yeah. A, is this still that scene, or am I getting hand of us?
2: Well, he just slits his throat, and that's where that's where it cuts. It cuts oh, okay. to okay. the the milk host where he's uh, exhibiting very violent behavior. I, I guess um, he shot up this this one bar, or this saloon, right? And he's like uh, pouring milk on them, shooting them while they're dead. Yep. And you can see like the two guests, like actual real guests, just huddling and like cowering
0: in fear. Yep. But this guy looks fuck. looks at the guests uh, and says, "You can't have none." referring maybe to the milk probably yeah. referring to the murder yeah but for whatever reason this host is only killing hosts not people mm-hmm.
2: he the, the the trevor actor uh is dead on the ground he pours more milk on him
0: mm-hmm. and that's when he freezes yep but he also so somebody drinks some we the host is not selling bullet shots anymore if somebody drinks some and we see the milk because he's been shot but is not dying like the hosts usually yeah, do so he's yeah. he's going crazy uh this is where he freezes
2: and the 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 tech team sort of like turn the lights on and come in and and sort of like quarantine the area i guess i don't know if it was teresa or the other security guy saying like okay you deal with the guests or whatever what do you even
1: tell the guests at that point
2: yeah imagine like hey this went wrong like give me a gift card card
1: come back later We got um, it sorted.
0: Bernard says this malfunction is uh, is good news in this scene. This is the one where he's like, actually, yeah. this is good news. This is another case, like the third or fourth we've already heard we in one. We know it's the update. Of Bernard's like, no selling the update. Being like, hey, this is good news. Now we know what the problem is. We know, it. I think he, uh, did, did I write it down? Um, I think he might even in this scene say, like, we know it's not a problem with the update now. Actually, this confirms that the update is good with something else is going on. Yeah. And again, having, like, a little bit of uh,
2: game development background, like, yeah these guys are i don't know whether they truly think that it's good or they're just saying it because they're covering their own asses yeah. or whatever well, but
0: like yeah bernard clearly had like somebody at, at some point in the scene as well says like well we got to fix them and and bernard's like well we can't we'll wreck the narrative bernard doubles down again on no everything is fine we don't need to fix anything we're good like bernard is clearly at this point covering for force for, for well we don't know it's Ford yet but yes it's covering for someone for something uh, because every time there's a problem, Bernard is the first one. He's the first one on scene and he's the first one to be like, No, no, no this is good. This is good news. Actually, everything's working better now.
2: Yeah. Um Teresa's had enough. Like she she wants them to pull these 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 updated hosts, um, like two hundred of them or whatever. Yep. Um, and then like, well, this is gonna fuck up all the narratives, and she says something to the effect of let's pull let's push up Hector's attack. Let's uh Yeah. They so, said it was ten
1: percent, right? Ten percent that got updated?
2: I don't know. I don't know the oh, okay. number. 200, yeah, I, I think, think they I think said. it was 200. But it, it's interesting to see how, like, yeah, this stuff can be just sort of moved around and orchestrated by the programmers and the, uh, the the behind-the-scenes team. Um, and at first, they, they just mentioned Hector's attack, and we don't really know what that is, but we'll see here in pr- pretty soon, because this part is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that, Bernard and Forge had about human evolution based... Uh, human ev- evolution being based around mistakes. And this is where they're watching the the the, the host get made on those like it's like the Vitruvian man kind of yeah. imagery. Uh yeah. what is that Leonardo? Leonardo yeah. da Vinci. Um and so yeah, he he mentioned something about evolution being based
0: around mistakes. Yep. Right? He says um we uh can and kind of like talking to how the the, the whatever the time frame is, setting the time frame, but uh for it says we can cure any disease we can keep even the weakest of us alive and one day maybe even resurrect the dead which is clue number two dun, dun, that dun. I think Ford is a host this whole time mm. uh, the man in black
2: is draining blood from kissy for some reason keeping it in buckets he has yeah, two just buckets just fucking...
0: full of blood <laughs> like none spilled on the ground just has two buckets full and is like well I bled you just the, if you lose any more blood you'll die but I left just the right amount in you yeah. why is he saving it <laughs>
1: You might need it for something later. Also, why is he doing this in the first
0: place? It's weird, but the well, bleeding kissy thing makes no sense. Actually, yeah, it absolutely make sense. no sense. I know
2: later on he finds like uh, Teddy on the verge of death, and I think yeah. he
0: kills Lawrence
2: to, to
1: transfuse some blood.
0: Is that, that what that happens? That might be in a future episode I mean, that, that we haven't yeah. seen yet. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember I, that I part, but, but yeah, you're right. Like, there's saves, no reason for him, saves him to his blood in the. Maybe in he needs buckets. to keep
1: someone alive later. He's just maybe, he or might need to save a host. you know,
0: we we will see other characters doing seemingly nonsensical things later, and as though they're on a loop that no longer applies. Mm. Mm. Uh, he says, "There's a deeper le- deeper level to this game, and then
2: scalps kissy." Yeah, and we fe- uh, in the future we see that uh, kissy the scalp has the maze like etched upon it
0: on the bottom side. Whoever made this host, presumably Ford put mm-hmm. it like. Like facing the the only way to see this thing was to scalp this dude. Yeah.
1: Okay, I, I, it's skipping ahead. I'll wait till
2: uh, Dolores's loop starts again, and uh, she so she wakes up. She she goes down and um, she acknowledges his father, but he has apparently been sitting there all night staring at the photo. And this is where he's having the the freak up the the
0: stroke symptoms. Yeah. And yeah, he's broken. He yeah. knows. He knows there's a world outside. Mm-hmm. He knows that. Uh, they're in a loop, he knows that they aren't control their actions, he, he he kinda wakes up in a way.
2: He he's starting to say a bunch of like weird shit. At, and at this time we we're, we're kinda it, it's just like it seems like it's just prophetic and weird. But one of the lines is hell is empty and all the devils are here. And I think they acknowledge that a little bit later. Uh but Dolores rides into Sweetwater for help uh for her dad. Um sees Teddy. Mm-hmm. So
0: um, new song on the piano player. Yeah, that's very important. Every time we see a uh, new song on the piano player, it means the loop, means the, the, the narrative, over. new narrative. It means it's changed. Oh, because okay. We'll see. Uh, almost every single time now, uh, going forward, that the day resets, that the loop resets, there'll be a new song on the on, on the player piano. piano you know, yeah, which is is really really telling.
2: Yeah. Um. So they don't actually get to go help the dad just yet, but because this is when Hector and his gang. Right, right in. in.
0: Which presumably is what the new song,
2: the new it's, narrative is. Yes. Yeah. Now
0: Hector is here.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hector. Hector. is super cool. I really yeah. love that. He's a did very you, cool character. Did you know that that actor plays Xerxes in 300? Did not. Nope. I did know one. that,
1: actually. Okay, yep. think I heard that. Hmm.
2: Uh... Hector and his gang start shooting the uh, shooting up the law in the town as they begin the Mariposa heist. I think the Mariposa is the name of that, that saloon.
1: Yeah, the saloon.
2: Uh, Teddy gets shot while trying to defend Dolores. Hector is taken down. Teddy says, don't mind me. Just trying to look chivalrous. Yeah, yeah, and all the while, this is where of Black is playing, and it's, yep. it's it's incredible t- uh, scene, incredible thing, right? Right, the the outlaws are shooting like everybody that's coming in. The he go Hector goes in for a drink and has a little interaction with Maeve, mm-hmm. and then yeah, they they steal that safe that's up top, and they ride off, and then um, I guess it's interspersed where Sizemore is watching this. And he's, he's, like, super proud of himself. And he's, he's written this this big speech that Hector's going to say. And as he exits out, as Hector exits out of the saloon, he's about to launch into this big speech. Yeah. And then he's shot in the back of the neck <laughs> by yep. fucking honeymooners. honeymooners. Yeah. shot him right
1: through the neck! <laughs> yeah. that was such a good scene.
2: Yeah, very much
0: so, like, anticlimactic, but yeah. very, very funny. So and the, then
1: doesn't Teresa say, like, maybe you'll get to see it next yeah, time? maybe yeah. next time. Taps him on the back.
0: The, uh, just trying to, like, chivalrous, um... Do we think that they, these are the loops? Do do we think Teddy remembers that from his Dolores loop of the of picking up the milk? Maybe. Do we think it's like just a stock Teddy line that no matter what he's doing, he'll dob oh, just trying to look chivalrous or whatever? Um, in the door, just trying, yeah, to just shit so, just trying to look chivalrous, <laughs> to me. Um, little little hints, little hints that yeah. that things are starting to break down.
1: Yeah, and it was cool again another another instance where they have the woman with the snake tattoo. Um, and she's just shooting them up. Yeah, she's cool. She's, she's so cool. She's
0: nobody in this first loop.
1: But every time I see her, she reminds me of Charlize Theron in Monster. I don't she's know if you never, ever saw that movie. I've never seen, I've never seen oh, Monster. she looks very similar. Yeah.
0: Reminds me of very... Mrs. Adler. Oh. <laughs> Sadie Adler. <laughs> Sadie Adler.
2: Um, so, uh, Del- um, Teddy's dying, right, because he, he's been shot a few times, and Dolores is just crying over him, um... It's at this point where Elsie actually, dressed, dressed up, right? She's, um, she's there, uh, sees this, and then he, 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 she says something. Um,
1: A command, I think. D-
0: deep in dreamless sleep or whatever. Something yeah. like that, yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, I've noticed that like uh, when, whenever they're referring to dreams, it's always like sort of the offline, kind of behind-the-scenes mode. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she puts her down and then says, like, "Yeah, this is the last of them. Uh, meaning like she's the one kind of in there kind of uh, shutting down all the all the abhorrent uh, hosts Um, what do I have I don't know what this note means
0: Uh, I have I have Dolores crying over Teddy and says we've only just begun which is a little foreshadowing, maybe, mm-hmm. because it seems to be referring to nothing. Uh, I have Dolores's dad remembering through the the, uh, the memory resets, mm-hmm. where he starts to like uh, kind of freak out about like I, I gotta get her out of here. They're gonna they do terrible things yeah. too, uh, to us. Yada like he yeah, is seemingly yeah. remembering because wasn't it part of his
1: background too? He was supposed to protect Dolores. Like that was his main. I think. I think. I guess Teddy's
0: no, as, uh, as the dad. father's. Oh yeah.
1: The father's main goal, because remember, they go over like their backstories with them, and they, I guess this is later on in the scene when they're reviewing with him, mm. and he says like his, his main goal, his drive, yeah. yeah, is to protect Dolores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it makes sense that he would be like, I gotta get her out of here.
0: Yeah, and then they, they, uh, they this is, I don't know if it comes up, but they replace him. He's a different host yes, after different host, a different after this. host yeah. yeah. Uh, I got
2: Ford and Bernard examining... Um, Abernathy mm-hmm. and uh he's he, he's still saying all this stuff and apparent, and uh Ford mentions that okay uh we used to have him playing a performer, maybe, but he he's saying like lines from Shakespeare. Like just like yeah. really uh really like grim lines
0: from Shakespeare. Again, I've, like I, have a, the, I don't I don't know what I've written down here, um, but it's where they, in this interrogation scene, uh she says his name is Rose. You no, know, but he's Presumably, Abernathy. I did a bad job of taking notes on this. <laughs> yeah. Presumably, Abernathy says someone's name is Rose. I don't recall that.
1: No, I don't remember that. And then either. he says his
0: itinerary is to meet his maker. This is when Ford and Abernathy are, like, yeah, are talking, talking real. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um.
2: Hmm. Anyways, yeah, like there's there's just a line of questioning where Ford and Bernard are are, are, are checking over this one
0: this one host yeah, and he's a, not making sense. He's actually freaking out. He says, "What is your itinerary?" Uh, to meet his maker. And Ford says, "Well, this is your lucky day." Oh, mm-hmm. right. um, but I'm gonna say right here, if this is, if his itinerary this whole time was to meet his maker. This is all part of the plan. I Arthur program, <laughs> all part of the
2: plan. <laughs> uh, but they they make a point of saying that uh Peter Abernathy used to play this uh, whoever whoever he played. But it, it's to sort of show evidence that like the, they they are they're remembering. There's still not necessarily memories, but like there's still like backups of of the of previous programming in there. Yeah, yeah. The, and their the other selves. Yeah, so they're recalling these things, and whether it be previous narratives or previous characters. But in a lot of cases, in Maeve's case, like she keeps recalling when when those when those native when that native tribe attacked
0: her and her daughter mm-hmm. right They're they're reliving these things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, There's a lot of good, um, like you say, kind of Shakespearean uh, about how he will have such revenges on them both and uh, how they are in a prison uh, of their own sins There's a lot of good, Abernathy spits a lot of good kind of poetry
1: at at Ford. He does a good job. That's a good scene.
0: Um,
2: I think it flashes back to when uh, Abernathy whispers something to Dolores. And what he whispers is, these violent delights have violent ends. And that's going to be a reoccurring line Mm -hmm. with with everything. And I, I think that's just kind of a cool line. And I think that's from Romeo and Juliet.
1: Is it? I, I think so. One yeah, yeah, I am curious that. about that.
2: Um, shows Abernathy being decommissioned, uh,
1: and I think Ford says something too, uh, like a foreshadowing when he says um, to to Bernie, um, "Simply, it's just our past coming back to haunt us."
2: Yeah, which was old, a really good line. Old
0: works coming back to haunt
1: yeah. us. Yeah, uh,
2: Dolores is revealed to be the oldest host in the park. Uh, the man in black has the map in, in the scalp that they show and um, that is indeed, Roman and Juliet mm. the show, I'm going to ask you for the reference, or for the, 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 the context of that, but to close off the show it shows Dolores waking up from her uh, starting her loop again, waking up in her bed, coming down it shows her, her, her new father who is uh, definitely different from, from the actor who played uh, previous uh, father uh, and she's looking out into the the field or whatever, and then a fly lands on her neck, and she slaps it dead.
1: Dun dun dun. And
2: that's where that episode ends.
0: Very telling, you know, the fly kind of uh, symbolizing the sort of the, the 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 bug almost. The it it almost becomes a disease because yeah. it, it they it talk about spreading. it getting contagious, yeah, between yeah. the hosts. Yeah. Um, I think it
2: said I didn't write it down, but I think they it mentioned somewhere where. Uh, Somebody's asking her, like, "Would you ever harm?" Yes, any of the any of the yeah. ho- guests. Like,
1: no, said, I wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah, it was the security she guard. Says,
0: she says, uh, "quote uh, I'd never lie, I'd never hurt a living thing," yeah. and we know that she does lie. In fact, right, so, and and she does hurt.
2: The yeah so that's one hell of a first episode and man it, it got me from the very beginning when i first saw this i'm like yes this is awesome especially not having the context yeah. of
0: the way things go
2: yeah like it's just kind of all a mystery for, for for now and again like there's there's those subtle scenes where it's it's kind of disjointed and kind of jarring like i uh dolores was just talking to bernard in the basement mm-hmm. but now she's here or, mm-hmm. or whatever
1: yeah, I felt like I spent a lot of time just trying to figure out, like, what's going on. Kind of like if you ever watch Lost, where you're kind of like, what is going on? There's too, there's a lot happening. But I definitely liked watching it a second time because we just picked up so much more.
0: Yeah. A lot of uh, hidden context. Yeah. The, that, uh, that line is, um, these violent delights have violent ends, and in their triumph die like fire and powder, which, as they kiss, consume. The sweetest honey is loathsome in his own deliciousness. And in the taste confounds the appetite. So, I mean, the sweetest honey is loathsome in his own deliciousness, right? Is it too, much of, too much of what you want is not what you want. Um, and and I, mean, I mean, it to kind of psychoanalyze it here at the end, like, um, you know, these, these violent delights have violent ends. Be careful what you wish for, you yeah. know, because you're yeah. going to get it. And yep. and we know that there are some characters, at least in this, who uh, are wishing that this game had stakes. We know that Ford, the master in control, in kind black. of wants it to be real life. The man in black wants it to be real life. Um, and that whole thing, like the whole, the man in black's motivations, which this will be more like a season three conversation. But the man in black's motivations are n- knowing what happens after season two are like. Fascinating in a way because I don't want to say what happens or talk too much about it, but uh, we can never be sure that his motivations are his motivations mm-hmm. in yeah. a way, yeah. Or are they somebody true. somebody else's maybe? Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, that's a good point.
2: Yeah, like there's there's definitely layers to that that saying because yeah even in this first episode we see a lot of violence right and we mm-hmm. see a lot of people just reveling in this violence mm-hmm. again matt and i talked about like yeah like we would love to be in this park just totally you know just shooting up these things
0: a fake gunfight would be real fun yeah and but is
1: that just because of the theme like if it was a different theme would you be doing the same things yeah
0: totally yeah. i would love to also like you be to in like ja- full, full samurai garb <laughs> You your <laughs> son of my family
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, like these violent delights oh, because they're just delightful, yeah, have violent ends. and that's that's kind of like foreboding like totally things see, aren't gonna things are gonna go bad
1: for me. I would like to go to like ancient Rome to see like like the society see like the architecture like those things sort of more appeal to me than like, I don't know the the raping and pillaging, I guess.
2: Yeah, and it, it could be a vessel to, yeah, be, to be transported back to that time, right? You could go there as, like, a tourist or a sightseer yeah, or if whatever. You're,
0: if you're a big nerd, you could go to Westworld or whatever world. world, world. I'm here for the history. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to study democracy. Can we get some democratic process up in here? You, you make it what, uh, what, you, what you want, right? I'm just it, right? saying, you
1: like, f- it's like, raping and pillaging is not the only reason people would no, go there. no. It's probably two, it of, might it's be probably a... two
0: of the prime reasons. Yeah. I, maybe. I don't know. You pay $40,000.
1: society, though?
0: I, listen, first of all, I just want to say that uh, hiring a whore in a whorehouse is not rape.
1: That's <laughs> true. Right, the
0: word rape is being thrown around. There's yeah, one that's character true. That's is a true. rapist in the show, and that's it's the man true. in black, and he's a real piece of shit. That's true. Yeah. I um, paid my $4 like everyone else.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, like, it, it is what you make of it, right? And it is it is what you want right and if you if you want to have and yeah maybe the the western town of sweetwater and uh, uh, outlying area is isn't your thing but Like yeah If they have a Rome world Sure you can go in And yes you could Like see the birth Of democracy Or whatever the hell they
0: did You wouldn't want to go In Rome world And like I don't know uh, Oil up the gladiators Or something Before they get out there Or like Fluff them up Fucking spray bottle (laughs) Grease them up Before they go out Yeah
2: Yeah you'd be in Rome And then you You would see gladiators Right Yeah, And then there There are guests Playing as the gladiators And one of those gladiators Would be like
0: Ah beautiful lady You My muse or whatever, right? Like would pull yeah, you into the fantasy, and you you feel like no, actually, I'm here to learn. <laughs> actually, can you, can you point me to Socrates, please? <laughs> yeah. I have some questions about the the Pythagorean theorem uh. as well. Like, <laughs> oh
2: man! Uh, any last thoughts on this first
1: episode?
0: They set a lot of stuff up. The second watching, much, 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 much different mm-hmm. than the first viewing. Absolutely. Uh, and and we're gonna get yeah. at least I am gonna get deeper in my analysis as we go because. As I'm rewatching the show, like they yeah. signal either maybe some of it is unintentional. And none of it feels like it though, but they do signal every twist that is coming in they do. some incredible yeah. ways yeah. that it yeah. has me wanting to like try to pick up on what's there's, what's gonna happen in season three. There's
2: you know? good nuance to the characters, uh, whether that they they be written uh or they're the the acting. They be written. Yeah. Um <laughs> Bernard and Ford uh in particular. Yep right uh and of course mavel ham and dolores are are big are big mm-hmm. players in the in the show too, mm-hmm. and they they do a lot of stuff um but yeah, like this is just the beginning, and it's it's it'll be great it'll be great to watch it and talk about it with you guys Thank yeah. Have everybody listen to it. exciting.
0: Onwards and upwards. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll wrap up this episode. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TalkingRecklessPodcast. Uh, we also do a Game of Thrones podcast called Westeros FM, if you want to check that out. We also do a video game podcast every week called Talking Reckless. Uh, you should check that out as well. Thank you, very much for listening. We will see you here in uh, the next episode of Westworld FM.